this Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for elite pool covers. Saving you water today for tomorrow. Guys, there's angst on Sesame Street. It's going oh, down. With this music, how could that possibly yeah. be? I know, right? I mean, you would expect it from Oscar the Grouch. You would. He's just the sort of like bloke who's just angry about everything. He's angry about everything. Yeah. yeah the bin. To be perfectly fair, he lives in a bin. Although these days, Kimber, that's a, that's probably a pretty good pricey rental. <laughs> on Sesame Street. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, what don't they always say? Get the worst house on the best street. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Oscar the Grouch, living the dream. But it's not Oscar this time. It's... Big Bird. Big Bird can't offend anyone. Well, he has. It's impossible. He's offended plenty of people. Can I can I tell you something that I learned about Big Bird recently that I didn't know about? What? Big Bird is different colours in different countries. Get out. What? I'm, I'm just, I'm going to leave it with you. And if you want to Google it and look it up. So, like in Spain, where they call him a grande a bird. Uh, he's uh, what colour? I'm telling is he? you, he comes in all different shades: purple, green, everything. I'll look it up why. for you. But um, Big Bird is different colours. Anyway, carry on. That's crazy. Yeah, that's just blowing my mind. <laughs> I can see that. Well, okay, the yellow version of Big Bird. Yeah, um, actually has his own Twitter, and it's got the blue tick and everything. Yeah, so look at all the colours little... that we're talking about this morning. It's like we're on Sesame Street. Um, so <laughs> at Big Bird. Okay, and he's tweeted about the fact that he's got the COVID-19 vaccine. Okay, everyone, most celebrities are doing that at the moment. Right, and yeah. he said, I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Mm. Uh, miss at Erica R. Hill. Not sure who that is, sorry. No. Uh, even said, I've been getting vaccines since I was a little bird. I had no idea. Okay. And there are some people out there who aren't quite happy about it. Right. Oh. Because, you know, he's Big Bird, he's a children's character, and it's a case of, well, does Big Bird need to be tweeting oh, about see. getting the vaccine? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there are differences of opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of differences of opinion, you know, Bert and Ernie, who are in a share house together, yeah. um, well, it seems that they've got a difference of opinion. Have you seen the latest episode? No. Oh. No? No. Oh, God, I caught it. Okay. T- take a listen to this. Morning, Bert. Yeah, morning, Ernie. How you going, Bert? Oh, I'm okay. Uh, did you hear what happened with Big Bird? What did he do? He's vaxxing. Another one? Another one. Hey, Oscar the Grouch, is, he's at his double jab? Mr. Snuffleupagus is at a double jab? Are you people stupid? Well, I, I've had my double jab, Bert. Oh, yeah, and you wait to see what happens to you. You know, I'm already picking up 5G in our bedroom because of you. Oh, hang on a second, Bert. I'm just doing it because I think it's the right thing to do, Bert. Uh, no, you're doing it because they're companies, major corporations, who've got vested interests in your health. Well, Bert, that's not very fair. I'm just trying to think of everybody else around me, Bert. You know, and I'm just thinking of my rubber ducky. You know, this is it. This is the second time. First time you put crumbs in the bed, and now you're vaxxing in front of me. Quite frankly, Ernie. <laughs> Bert. Okay, so what do we do now? Well, Bert, we agree to disagree. You mean we just get on with our lives with you having had a vaccine and me not? It might sound a little bit crazy, Bert, but I don't mind that you don't want to get the vaccine. You do you. Me do me. Are you suggesting that I, we respectfully, you know, allow each other's decisions and just get on with life uh, as we did before? Sounds crazy, Bert, but I think that's right. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow, indeed, right? Wow. Yeah. That should clear it up. Yeah. 
you know, the way that they just sort of worked it out. Mm. It's kind of beautiful. It is kind of beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful relationship that they have. If only adults could have that same approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. She's the TV presenter and journalist who we know and love from 60 Minutes and the Today Show. And tonight, she'll be steering a crazy course through the right and wrong ways to bring up kids in Nine's new show, Parental Guidance. Please welcome Ali Langdon. It's been an extraordinary couple of weeks and it uh, finishes up tonight with the final episode, 7.30 on Channel 9 and 9 now. Good morning, Ali. Good morning, Ali, we are loving the show Parental mm. Guidance. I don't even have kids that I'm finding it interesting to watch. But the one thing that's standing out to me now is that we're seeing sets of parents, so two parents who agree on their parenting style. I'd imagine this is a nightmare for parents who don't have a similar parenting style and are both trying to do it their own way. And, you I mean, you're looking at it right here. Moi, it is my husband and I, like, I, he pulls his hair out, I think, with a way. Like, he, he, I think he's pretty strict, and I think sometimes he can be a bit tough on the kids. But then he'll say, but sometimes you're really strict, and the next thing it's like, do whatever you want. Like, my, I am so inconsistent with this stuff. It, it is actually quite amazing to watch this show and to see two parents on the same page with it. Mm. Yeah, I tell you, Ali, in our house too. I mean, for everyone, this is this is great television. I, I can't remember a show that's had this much kind of talkability for 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 everyone. It's so interesting, and and I hate to get all kind of tree hugger on on everyone, but the thing that's really you know shown me or been very clear to me is that despite our differences. You know, all of those parents clearly love their children. They want the best for their children. And at the end of the day, if that's your goal, you know, the, the slight mistakes you might make in, in other people's eyes along the way don't really matter. Look, I agree. And that's what this whole show is about is celebrating all those parenting styles and having a laugh when there's a big failure mm. or, or sometimes some of those failures have, have actually been hard to watch. Yeah. But it is just kind of knowing. I, lo- I love the idea that these parents were so brave to come on the show and go, this is how we do it. We're going to open it up and let everyone comment on it. Because that's really hard to do, to let cameras into your house. And like we all have days when we're like, man, I'm nailing this. I'm the best parent on the planet. And then followed by the next day when you just can't get anything right, you're stressed, the kids are ratty, you lose your cool. I mean, who wants cameras? That bit happens, huh? Mm, yeah. Yep. Ali, how did you find these parents in the first place? Were you, were, did you have a team yeah. of producers going out there and, um, you know, basically scoping out for parents and going, oh, they look like tiger parents. They look like, you know, <laughs> just watching hard for quarters. kids running rampant in the restaurant going, oh, <laughs> or they're playing they're the violin ranges. really well. Right. <laughs> I mean, Sam Thiday is one thing, but where, where did you find the rest of them? So we just put the message out there to people um, through Nine. Look, we're looking at this experiment and looking at all these different parenting styles. Who wants to come on board? So, mm. you know, we didn't tell anyone there's a prize. We didn't tell them sort of really much. And, and because the show and the whole format is new, a lot of it was sort of winging it along the way. And um, we sort of went into it not really knowing how the show was going to play out. And, of course, as you see in it, the first week um, – five sets of parents and five different styles and everyone in the room then chooses the two well, best parenting styles or the, or the ones that resonated with them and then we flip the teams over the next week. And so um, tomorrow night, you'll have, so tonight we'll find out the second two sets of parents that are going to go through to the crowded house and that's when we put four families, all their kids in one house together and we, Justin and I, the expert, we set um, challenges. So each day a new set of parents is in charge and it's their parenting style. Mm. 
Yeah, so right. when the strict parents, and we know the strict parents are already going through, mm. and so some of the kids who might not be brought up that way and there are no rules, say, in their house, all of a sudden they've got to do what the strict parents say. It's pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah, look, it, it's been awesome, Ali, and, 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 you know, I know it's very easy to get judgy on other people's parenting when you're walking around a shopping centre or whatever it may be, but I think it's probably taught us all to just be a little bit more compassionate and uh, understand how difficult it can be. I think so. And everyone mm. I've been talking to and mates and, and what's interesting is having my kids at the park and hearing other parents talking about the show, mm. not knowing that I'm there and can, can hear it. And it's been really interesting, like the, the things that people have taken out of it. And I actually think by watching it, we, we've all become better parents. Even mm. Justin, Dr. Justin Coulson, the expert, he has said that this um, show has made him a better parent. And I rang his wife and asked her, it's like, he says this, does he mean it? She went, he's much more, I think the word she used was intentional. Mm. with his parenting, um, which is a very fancy word. Um, But um, but I found it, yeah, I found it really interesting that even he's taken a whole lot of stuff out of this. Mm. I'm not compassionate enough to let your kids run around a restaurant. Just so you know, that's changed nothing. Nothing. Talk to Justin, Kimber. (laughs) You don't have a choice. Um, Hey, tonight, 7.30 on Channel 9 and 9 now, Parental Guidance continues. Ali Langdon, lovely to chat to you. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Nice to talk to you guys. Oh, God, not again. Another email? Another one. Oh, jeez, oh, another so one. So many emails. <laughs> guys. <sighs> 54 emails back and forth yesterday. Oh, really? On right. The, on the one thread. Mm. So um, this happened uh, This happened in the office yesterday. I was just sort of sitting there and my phone went off and uh, I'll read the email out. It's from a bloke called Dan and it says, uh, hi, Not sure if this is the right place to go, but I seem to be having issues accessing Citrix from my home computer, which is like a software that we use here. I can access it from my mobile. Please help. Thanks. So he's another staff member. Yep. Just working from home, struggling with a tech issue. Yep. I looked at that and I went, oh, I know a bit about tech, but I don't know anything about that. And then, hi, Daniel. I'm a producer and host, so unfortunately won't be able to help you. Hi. Not sure if this is the right place to go. I'm a video producer, so unfortunately won't be able to help you. Hi, guys. I'm in Perth and I'm in sales, so can't help either. <laughs> Hi, Dan. That sucks. Best number to call is blah, blah, blah. Hope that helps. Hi, Dan. You may call blah, blah, blah. Select five for IT support. With regards, Ram. Hi, Dan. Best to reach out to tech services. Best regards, sales team assistant. Sorry, I can't help you any further. Hi, Danny boy. I'm operations manager and announcer. Can't help you either, but I feel you. And this went on and on it was and on. so embarrassing. I mean, he oh. sent a, an office all email, like an all sure. office email. Yes. There's more than 2,000 people in that group. Mm. So everyone in the country mm, I see. was yeah, getting this yes. email and going, oh, mate, rookie mistake. And I don't know if you guys remember, years ago in this office, they banned the all office email because we used to use it for stuff. We, we Stupid to... like the fridge is dirty. Oh, yeah. Yes. people. I remember once someone bought a roast chicken and left it on the fridge upstairs <laughs> on the third floor and someone else sent a group email to everybody saying, hey, is anybody eating the chicken on the fridge? Because if not, I'm going to have it for lunch. <laughs> And so the office went, no more reply alls and no more office emails. It was banned. Um, I mean, I've just, I did not realise that if I did a, an all office, it went to national well, as well as, I didn't realise that. Yeah, the whole company. I just assumed it was the Perth office. Yeah, like, oh. like 80 odd radio stations. Okay. It's great. Um, and Good to know. We haven't had one for so long. Yeah. It was such a pleasure for everyone to get involved until 
It wasn't. Well, you know, Tim Lorden, our own Tim oh, Lorden, yes. he got involved. <laughs> I've just pointed Daniel to the IT service, peeps. Everyone can stop replying now. On yours. And that's why, like, it, what, it didn't take long until everybody was like, stop replying all. Unsubscribe. That's enough now. You've ruined our day. Um, what did you accidentally send all people? <laughs> Just to everyone. Look, it's a nice, easy one. Yes. It happens in workplaces. Look, there must have been times where people have uh, accidentally said something about the boss or someone else in the office that they didn't mean for everyone else to see, right? Well, do you know, I did it very early starting here mm. at Mix. I was very, I'm probably only a couple of months into my career here, but I sent an email because I got an email that basically suggested that if there were some scam emails coming through. Yes. And it was the height of scam. You know, we're talking like 13 years ago. It was sort of like a, you know, it was that time. And I was like, oh, this email came through that looked dodgy. And so I sent it to everybody in the company going, hey, everyone, just letting you know. And tech sent me an email going, please don't do that. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? If you've got a problem, tell us and we will handle it. Because I sent it to everybody. Like, come on, guys, don't worry about this spam. Everyone be careful. So I learned my lesson early. Robin Madeley, what did you accidentally send all? Hey guys, how are you? Good. Yeah, well, it was a few, it was a few years ago. Um, I worked offshore on all rigs, so I spent a month away at a time, yeah. sometimes two months. And um, so I used to send my wife, you know, um, videos, little pictures of myself, and you know, you do the normal dirty talk and stuff on there. Oh, good on you, Rob. Keeping it alive, mate. Well, he is working on a rig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what happened? Well, I sent these photos and a uh, nice chat to her and everything like that. And when I got back, uh, uh, my mother-in-law was with my wife, oh, and no. she came up and said, look, uh, you need to send this to my daughter. Great pictures, but she said it's um, not, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you only send it to her, Rob? Yes. Oh, brilliant. Oh, great. <laughs> Jeez, it makes being home on your swing very different, doesn't it? <laughs> Hi, Tammy. Uh, what did you accidentally send all? Morning, guys. So this was uh, about 15 years ago. My best friend and I used to email each other at work. We're both graduates and um, had a pretty long email chain going, details, graphic details about my sex life, a guy I was seeing (laughs) with her. And then no one in the office believed me every time I said it was hailing because we were in a city and um, she forwarded me a picture of the hail. So I sent the picture to half of the office along with the email chain. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, did did HR have something to say about that, Tammy? I I am HR. (laughs) Tammy's now running the company, got a promotion. (laughs) Everyone did training for the next two years based on your experience. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 15 years later, I'm still in HR. So. <laughs> and when new people start, you've got to meet Tammy. <laughs> I know. You thought that news only happened in the big smoke. Well, let's cross to Michelle Anderson for news from the nether regions. It's always, it's always a pleasure to see the darling of the regions. Here I am. Michelle Anderson. I've taken my 10-gallon hat off and I'm ready to chat, guys. Uh, everyone in the wheat belt's bringing in their crops and whatnot because the fierce weather's coming through. Yeah. You don't want them ruined. I'll tell you what else is going on just quickly. Go on. Avocados. There's too many of them at the moment. Oh, it is no. heartbreaking. Right. Man, you might, they're burying them. Like, they're Stop just, it. it's, it's insane. Why are they burying because them? They Why don't have anyone to pick them? Let me give you the outrage oh, as well. Like, okay. it's been a bumper year, and also, we're still, major supermarkets are bringing in um, overseas avos as well. Are they? 
And you know what? Why this is the same Oh, they've got some oh, deal going on. It's, it's not just avocados. We've had such amazing waterfall this year that all mm. the produce is really high quality and tasting delicious yeah. and most of it's going to go to the bin. Mm. You know what? Moving on from cropping, guys, okay. I could talk all day, but um, let's go to Kalgoorlie all right. where Councillor Mick McKay has said, um, you know what, let's bring back the Olympic pool that we've got. Now, they had an Olympic pool, and that opened up in 1938, okay, December of that year, right in the thick of summer. It opened in 1938 in the first, and remember, this is 1938, in the first three days, 10,000 people went through the turnstiles. And so what's happened to it? Why Well, then they shut it down, and then they turned it into, uh, it cost a couple of millions, but I'm just showing you a picture now, turned into this fancy water thing that got, you know, people vandalised it for a little while. It's a fountain. Yeah, there you go. Everyone have a look at the fountain there. Swimming no. in the fountain. But then Mick's gone, listen, we need the Olympic pool back because yeah. how do you get Olympic champions when you don't have an Olympic pool? They're not going to swim in, in that Calgary. water thing. You Mate, need somewhere to you swim. You want to cool down, yeah. don't you? Don't you? But it's it, this is probably one of the reasons why it got shut down. It got shut down in 99 because the pool had leaked more than 1 million litres of water. That'll so do you it. don't want yeah. that. You know, oh, yeah. all I'm saying is spack it out proper before Is that it the building? There she blows. Oh, it's a beautiful Look at the building. Deco it's gorgeous. Kind of, yeah, okay, love so it. So what they what they think of Councillor Mick said, let's get this done, but we, we don't need to foot the bill. Let's get someone like Twiggy Forrester or, or, or is it Forrester or Forrester? Forrest? Forrest, Forrest yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get him to foot the bill. And why wouldn't you? He owns R.M. Williams plus a heap of other stuff. Well, mm. and it's called the Lord Forest Olympic Pool. Makes sense. And he is part of that family, Lord, right? The and Forest just put a little family. arrow up top. Oh, he would be, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, It makes sense. Well, Good it's you, remiss Twiggy. of him not to step yeah, up. So yeah. I've said it now. Um, Sounds like a crowdfunding page <laughs> waiting to happen. <laughs> and then in other news too, what are you doing next year? Because the Mardi Gras is coming, the broom Mardi Gras. Now, I went to this this year. Out of this world. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, Alana's heavyset Wong performed there. That's, of course, a.k.a. Alan, Alan. my co-host. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and it is a fantastic weekend of fun. There's so, there's art, there's performances and that. Let Get this, okay? So tickets are on sale Wednesday the 1st of December from 8 a.m. our time. Mm. Get onto it because last year Cabaret sold out in 38 seconds oh. and the dance party sold out in 13 minutes. Wow. So right. hurry up. This is a huge... Huge event, huge event. Okay. And on just side note, you don't have to be gay. No, no anyone can turn up. They let me in. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a little sarcastic. Of course, it's for everyone. It yes. is fantastic. That inclusiveness. Absolutely. Mm. And of course, we're a we're a sponsor as well. So if you don't get onto it. Oh, I shouldn't say this, but no. I was going to say, listen to us, not you guys, and uh, we'll give you the tickets. <laughs> oh, I got oh. you! Wow. That's been your entire goal wow. this year. We thought she was part yeah. of our team. Finally, but, well, listen to you guys and then listen to me come. But maybe, who knows, maybe I can get some tickets on this show. Yeah. I'll bring them on Kimber. over. Mate, we and can't Michelle. even. <laughs> I do sing your jingle. I do sing do your jingle because it's catchy. I sing it wrongly, but I, I sing it nevertheless. Yes. It's in my heart. That's any, all I've got to say. I'm digressing. That no, that's I'm okay, digressing. Great. Do you want to hear anything else? No, no well, else I'm still know? getting over the avocado stuff. Oh, so. it's hard. Mm. Yeah. Nature's butter, apparently. Guacamole. Mm. Guac. Now, I'll tell you what. This this Channel 9 show, Parental Guidance, it's got everyone talking and it's making us all, well, certainly for me anyway, and within our household, look look inward 
at our own parenting. <laughs> oh, us too. You know, and yeah. which is a great thing. It's, a, it's a, I think it's it's been a really good show and uh, the fact that everyone's watching it, which doesn't happen so much these days, you know, it seems like everyone's got an opinion on it. But you'd think for me, you know, I don't have a lot of things that I bring to the table, but as a thespian, you know, as a trained actor, you'd think story time would be Moo Moo's time to shine. And it often is. Hang on a minute. Let's got to take this in. Those are the beautiful birds in the background. Sit cross-legged on the map. It sounds like one of those ads. Have a listen. Australia. Jeez, it's a great place to live. (laughs) And then just a couple of wine glasses drinking together. WA, get yourself over here. But anyway, that's not... You see, there you go. That's Moo Moo, you know, at Storytime doing quite well, putting on his voice as we know how much I love doing my accents. Yeah, Yeah, very animated. So at the moment we're reading a book called Tale of Magic. Oh. Okay, and it's got lots of lots of weird and wonderful characters like Madame Weatherberry, uh, Bristol, Xanthus, oh. Emeralda, not Esmeralda, Re- Emeralda. Really lending themselves to some good character portrayals. Oh, totally. Tangerina. Oh, t- yeah. uh, and my favourite, Skylene, who I always hear in an Aussie accent. Hey, Skylene, get your ass over here. But yeah. anyway. Does Skylene <laughs> speak in an Aussie accent? <laughs> she should. Well, right. this is the thing, right? Now, Steppy D, quite rightly, demands different accents for all of these characters. Now, Madam Weatherberry, that's your easy go-to. She, she sounds like the Queen. Okay, right. Okay, so if I'm doing that. And then Madam Weatherberry said, all you fairies, get over here right now. That's fine. Perfect. But when I'm tired, I'm reading what I'm doing. And this is, this is an admission, and, and Steppy D doesn't know this, but may well be listening, and so I'm sorry about this. When I'm tired, Moo Moo reads ahead and... Say the character changes, so it's Xanthus said or Skylene harked. Mm-hmm. I don't read that because I don't want Steppy D to know that I'm changing characters and therefore oh. should be changing accents. So if you can get away with it being the same character just making five comments instead yeah. of five separate characters making comments, you'll go with it. Exactly. Basically, Madam Weatherberry is is a it's a monologue, right. just in Madam Weatherberry's voice. <laughs> So that's an admission. I'm sorry, and I may well say that to Ali Langton a little bit later on and see what she has to say. Yeah. I but think, WA? I think the fact you're doing any character voice at all is great. Thank alone you. five or more. Thank you. Get yourself over to West Australia. <laughs> Ahoy there, mateys! Mix 94.5's Masters Regatta. The regatta is coming. The yes. old classic. Yeah. Just floating around the marina on... Uh, Cartons, yeah, milk perfect. cartons. Yep, it's gonna be great. It's yeah, gonna we be a want great a nice day. warm day for that because I have a feeling we're going to spend quite a lot of time in the water. Now, come on, I'm getting the feeling from you guys that your confidence in me with regards to this boat build is lacking. Oh, are you? Are you <laughs> getting that feeling? Are no, you? I'm getting that oh, feeling. Did you get that feeling when we pointed it out from the beginning, or yesterday when we had an experienced boat builder come in and say, "What have you guys done?" Or well, what was pretty the much through the entire process. Was it so, when we picked yeah. up the wood glue and it said on the back that this is not suitable for water? Or when was my that? life insurance policy guy got in touch with you? <laughs> yeah, we had a good chat, by the way. Yeah, yeah. isn't he a lovely bloke? <laughs> You know what? You're in for an absolute beauty. All right. Or my wife is. is, What's worse, though, is that we did have uh, Paul come in yesterday. Paul's competing in the Masters Regatta this year with his family. And Mm. they've been doing it for years. Since he was a kid, he's been building these boats with his dad. So he Mm -hmm. knows what he's doing. And I took him up to show him the boat to get an idea of, like, what he thought of it. Yes. There's something that I did not tell you guys about that yesterday. What's that? When I showed Paul the boat 
and our intentions to build cartons on the other side as yes. well. I flipped it over to say to him, and what we're going to do is flip this bit. And as I flipped it, some of our cartons fell off. Oh, Christ. Which means <laughs> I don't think they're going to hold. Because, I mean, like, all they're doing right now is sitting in the boat shed on uh, a table. On. All we and had they was were, a foundation. Yeah, right? They were weighed down with cushions. Yes. We put some cushions on them to hold the glue. Yeah. And when I flipped it over. Did you check to see if the glue was dry first? We did like it two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Well, it's, <laughs> it might take a while. It's up there in that shed. It's on the roof. It's cold mm. up you there. You know what? I, like, I'm not what? saying that we can't fix it. I'm mm. just saying that in this beginning part of our journey, our build has not been what we had hoped. I'm going to put it out there. What did you try to build? Anything. Anything. You just you tried to build. You had the best of intentions. You were really going in with all the best plans. Mm. It didn't work out. I mean, I feel like this is a bit premature. You know, like we still have another couple of weeks. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're, this is you know. this is a hiccup. Yeah, but didn't you discover something about the uh, one of the products that we we were using? Oh, the gl- the glue. Yeah. Well, yeah, the glue isn't water based. It's not water soluble, like waterproof. Mm. So yeah. you can't use it, and it actually says on the container, "Do not use at the master's regatta." Well, it, <laughs> essentially, and it says on there what product you do need okay. to make. Uh, to get, you know, the the correct water And one. it's not the right one. And I pointed it out to Pete and said, Pete, did you go and check this? Mm. What was your answer when I said, did you check the back of the bottle? My daughter chose the glue. So mm. How old in... is he again? Oh, she's three. She's but she, three. He she's... let a three-year-old choose the glue for our you boat. You understand, we were in Bunnings and she was starting to get very upset. So <laughs> it was the only way that I could placate her. She chose the glue, and I looked at it, and I thought, it's wood glue. Yeah. It's wood glue. We've got the wooden foundation that runs down the middle. Yes. The carton's going to stick to the wood. It's got to be wood glue. That's perfect. I may not have read the instructions. But to be fair, I can't remember a time in my life, other than when I was a child, that I knew more about glue. Yeah. I was point. using glue a lot then. We Clay was it. my friend. But can I ask you this question? If you yeah. ever got wood glue on your hands, yeah. how did you get it off? Well, this is you just assuming rinsed it in water. That you I've rinsed used, it in water. This is assuming that I've used wood yeah, glue before. Yeah. Because water pulls the glue apart. Oh, well, fresh water. This is salt water we're going to be in. <laughs> Evelyn in Oakford, good morning to you. What, what did you try to... Oh, it was your husband who tried to build something. Yes, unfortunately. It was my um, husband. He thought he was doing the right thing and uh, would build a cubby for my kids or oh, my boys. Yeah. Hmm. So he... Um, uh, Started with the base, and the the base was there, and we did a really well. He did a very good job with the base, and I used to say to him, "Oh, you know, like I bet you that base is not there. I bet you the cubby doesn't get built by the time they're eighteen. <laughs> My youngest is now going to turn eighteen in two weeks or a week's time, mm-hmm. and uh, the the cubby's now been dismantled because it got dangerous. Just the base, it fell apart. Oh, there was no more to the cubby house. No. It was <laughs> just the base. Was it up in a tree or anything? Yes, it was. The, oh. the actual, um, <laughs> the steps were actually built into the tree oh. and they actually, the, the tree ended up engulfing the steps because it was, yeah, it just outgrew. Over the years, <laughs> years and years. It was a platform at the end of the day, really, wasn't it? It wasn't a cubby. Yes, 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 yes exactly. That was it. And then one day um, uh, some of the um, bracings broke and it was just like, okay, it's no longer safe. We need to take it down. I mean, it it started out well before you realised it wasn't safe. I mean, ours is already not safe from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But like Evelyn, you know, there's still a week to go before 
his son's 18th birthday. Yeah, there's still, still time, time to fix this. There's still time. Just and also, like she boat. found it endearing. You could hear in her voice she found it endearing. Very much it so. never quite came to fruition. It's cute. To hear Pete, Matt and Kimber for longer, listen to another one of their podcasts. And to swim warmer for longer, get an elite pool cover. Mix